Hello and welcome to the Thomas and Way podcast number 10. It's our anniversary, it's 10. Part B. No, it's not going to be a part B, I get confused if I do that. Oh, so Reece, I've just, we've just both been to the loo. I, had some pla- I'm, some... I bought some of your plaques, I mouthwashed some of your plaques. Nice, um, you're, it's an alcoholic's move. Did you neck it? Um, and I noticed that my pants that I've bought very recently haven't got a wee hole in the front of them. Unless oh. I'm wearing them back to front. don't think I am. Hang on, when you have a wee, do you, not, do you just pop them through the pants or do you take your pants down and wee? I, uh, I pop it through the pants. You don't? Really? Yeah. What do you do in a pub? If you're, are you rhino in a pub? I, I pull my pants down. Pull below, your, uh, that's... I pull the pant line below my, my, my testicles and wee. I well, even if there's a hole... You wee, through, you wee. This is new to me. You wee through the hole of your pants. You put your your penis out of the hole. And but then not wee. all pants have got a hole in them. Well, all the ones I do have. They have, haven't they? Most of the ones I but these ones just haven't. They so look you, like they should. They got, so you've got a button or a hole. Nothing. And you nothing on what, these ones. There's nothing there. So there's a slat. Just a pant. Just all pant. I didn't realise until so, I so put like, them on. So when you go to the toilet, right? Yeah. What I do is like so. I, 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 for, I would, for example, I'll stand up. Right, I, I go to the toilet and I go. I need a wee. Yes. And I, I will lower my the the, the waistband, lowering the low, waistband, like low and wee. I know even if there's a hole. I've got a hole in mine now, right? But you, you but you unzip your jeans and do it through that. No, I don't. I take everything down. I, I don't. I don't put. Them down. I look, look. I don't put it below stand, my. No. I don't, don't take it down to my ankles like a kid at school. Like Michael Saunders used to do. I remember him. I would just go like, I don't, I don't, pip, I don't piss through the hole, no. Yeah, I do. Some people do, some people don't, I reckon. I've got some bad news for you. I'm used to, I, so, so I just came back and really ominously, Reese said, I've got some bad news for you. I won't tell you what it is until we're recording again. you got to put so this on tonight. Just make sure we are recording. And, yes, we are. Can you put this on tonight? Uh, tomorrow. It'll be on tomorrow. Okay, so by the time you get this, this happened right now. Okay. You ready? Yes. Someone's died. Oh, who? Someone quite famous. The bloke who wrote where the wild things are, he's dead. No, he this is late, this is worse. Go on, who? <sighs> Fidel Sassoon. Oh, I knew that already. What? I found that out earlier. Oh. <laughs> it's, uh, it's sad, I really like Fidel Sassoon. He Wasn't was on, he really like Fidel Sassoon? He was on The One Show and he was brilliant. I really ah! liked him. They made a film about him and it oh, was, yeah. he was on loads of Was it called Wash and Go? Yeah, it was called Wash and Go. That's actually good. He's washed and now he's gone. Oh, it's a TV show idea. Uh, yeah, so, um, what are we talking about? We're going to do some the rest of the questions. Oh, yeah. Um, this is a bonus. Uh, this is following on directly from... Oh, that's not my number. We're you, following directly on from um, number nine. I could be up at 5.30 in the morning to get a plane. What? Where are you going? Montreux. Tomorrow? For the Golden Rose of Montreal. I didn't. I thought it was at the weekend. I'm going tomorrow morning. What the fuck are you still doing here? It's gone. Okay. It's quarter one. I know, but it's fine. All right. I'm, I'm gonna wear on my your head. Be it. I'm wearing my only one. If we win, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have my uh, Freddie Mercury outfit underneath. Uh, if we win, the, if we win best documentary, I'm gonna take it off and. Well, you, who are you up against? Well, we're up against uh, some shit sort of art. Are you up against? Um, no, there's a documentary. Rolling Stone uh, against um, Scorsese. For no, because no. that's a that's a film. It's a film. film we're up against. We're up against a thing about a, a Swiss. What was that? About a, a Swiss uh, choreographer. <laughs> What's going on? You have not saved your recording. Discard it and proceed. No. No. Oh, I must have pressed the button. So it's That's okay. It's real recording. It's still okay. recording. Let's have the questions. Got 135 unread emails, Tony. They're not. They are read. They just. Well, they're not. They're advertising. I don't know what to do about them. Okay. 
Scary Sheep says to me, but to both of us, why is there hardly any good scripted comedy these days? And would you agree Grandma's House is a rare example of it? Um, I haven't seen this series of Grandma's House. I quite enjoyed the last series. Which one um, is that? Is I don't that, agree is that, that there's... Is that on Channel 4 or BBC 2? That's BBC 2. That's Simon Amstel's one. I'm your really best sorry. <laughs> no, I, I Simon Amstel's one is Grandma's House. Robert Popper's one is ah. Friday Night Dinner. You can ah. get... It's easy to get them confused. They're Jewish and it's about going around... Oh, they're both, they're both good. They're both all right. Yeah, they're they're both both good. I just, it's, it's easy to confuse them. I'm yeah, they're both good. Um, I do like Grandma's House, yes. I don't think it's... It is a rare example of it, but I think good writing is always rare. What's, what's good about Grandma's House and Finlander is the casting. Brilliant people in it. Yeah. I think the thing is, um, when they say these days, I think that me, that gives you the impression that it's always been always brilliant up until now. And it was always rare. It's just that you remember... But you remember the 70s or you remember the 80s. That's 10 years of comedy. Or the 90s. It's 10 years of stuff. Well, the thing is, though, let's be honest, <clears> right? There's, like, these days, like, you know... Only Fools and Horses is a pre-Watershed sitcom, okay? And there aren't any pre-Watershed sitcoms around these days that are that good because people think, oh, pre-Watershed means it's going to be shit. Yeah, yeah. And I think that... Because well, my the, family's the, got a lot to answer for. Well, and also really. the conceit for pre-Watershed is just some family living in a house. Whereas it used to be... the fucking, it be about anything. It used to be the Home Guard or yeah, it yeah, used yeah. to be Wheeler Dealers or it was or something it, or, different. Or a sitcom set in a, uh, in a circus, Big Top, which was great. Which was that? I'm just, that? That's my little joke. Oh, sorry, I Did missed that. Did you see that? that? No, I didn't. That was my little Tony Robinson. And, and oh, no, I didn't see that. You're oh whispering, but they can still hear you. Oh, I didn't Amazing. see that. Well, oh, look, no, I know what you mean. Oh, God, what, what about the one with David Jason not long ago? We've spoken about that. That's that's to, should be buried. But I think that's the problem with so pre-Watershed comedy is they go for... It's always just a family at home or some people living in a place together. And it's not about... The conceit isn't good enough. No, I, I think... And the it, characters are always the same. There's, oh, idiot dad. There's, I don't know, layabout son. And then... Well, do you remember him next door? Slightly rebellious stroke slaggy daughter. <laughs> and then sexy, sexy mum. And it's always the same. Oh, oh Hundreds it's like of mum. That one I... The worst of all is that one with Nicholas Lindhurst. That is the worst. Uh, since you've been gone? Or oh, you since you've been gone. I, I was. I used to watch that a lot, but I don't know whether I was enjoying it or oh, I was punishing Oh, fuck me. Oh, but my that, God. I don't know if we've answered the question. It's a very hard one to answer. I tell you why there's not enough good comedy, because that, precisely that reason. You know, there's no outlet for it other than BBC Two at mm. a certain time at night or Channel 4. They've got the slots. There's yeah. no time for it. But some of the late at night stuff that's on at the moment is good. I really love fresh meat, although strictly speaking it's Yeah, but, but hang on, hang um, on. So Have you seen VIP before you just say shit? No, I didn't. You I know, would never say that about that. I really enjoyed it. I've been enjoying it. I haven't it. seen it. No, is it on already? Um, what channel is it on? Two, seri- two episodes have been on. I, what I channel? Impressed. Channel 4. It's Channel Friday 4, night. is it? No, I miss it. I watch... What, Vip, Veep, you mean? V- no, VIP. Very important bit person. The one by Armando Inucci? No, 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 no. The Morgana... Oh, um, that. Jerry Minot. That, 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 no, I haven't seen brilliant. it. He's brilliant. He's doing um, really badly, which is really... Oh, is it? Oh, I didn't... Oh, my God, no. What have you done to my lighter? No, no one's watching it, which is stupid. What it's have you good. done to my lighter? What have I done to it? It's soaking wet. Oh, it's sat in this puddle of uh, red stripe. Oh. oh, I haven't seen it. No, no. Mm. No, I like her, and I think he's really funny as Both well. Brilliant performers, but um, it's good. What do you think, of Derek? I like. We've spoken about this. Before oh, we've done well. that. It's got a series. It's got yeah, a series good news. today. Yeah, good. I'm glad. Um, some people really disagree with that, especially on this. 
who listen to this. But that's their opinion. That they're entitled to it. Dad, I don't think we answered that question. I was drunk when I watched it, so it's hard to answer. That I question. laughed when I watched it. You're asking a question that everyone has been asking, and it's impossible to answer. There, yeah, there's no slots. It's a fair enough. But there is some good stuff out there. You just have to look harder. A lot of it's American. It does seem to go swings and swings backwards and forwards. Okay, Stenchworthy Limited on Twitter says, "Hello, you rotten kidney." It's a line for front not of a field question. Park. That's a line for front of the field park. Yeah, not a question, but just is wanted it? to say that. My question is, orange, stenchworthy oh. limited, being wacky with his question. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it a serious answer. Yes to orange. I am on the orange network. Now, what's your answer to the question? Yes, orange? I eat them. Okay. Is Thanks, that, stenchworthy. Lim- qu- oh, yeah. almost replied to stenchworthy then. It's all gone bonkers. Oh, it's mad here. Have I got any here? I feel like Noel Edmonds. It'll probably be the same ones. Oh, did I tell you about that thing I found of him slagging off Jimmy Somerville? No, but I saw the video clip you sent me of uh, Michael Barrymore doing an impression of fucking uh, John Barnes. It was extraordinary. Matt Lucas sent me this thing saying... um, what was that all about? I, I mean, I love... Old, Lucas, old. This is very old, by the way. Not recent. Now, Matt Lucas sent me this, this little clip said, "What? look at this, right? And I, I it was astounding. I mean, I don't know how he found it, but Matt, but um, hmm. we'll, we'll put a link onto the website. Yeah, I will. I will. But Matt Lucas saw this, found this it's, thing. If all of the people that, all, that say Michael Barrymore was always just a cheeky chappy, no. it is disturbing his impression. To explain, but let's explain, okay, it's... Uh, Bob Thingy who used to be the head of who used to yeah, be in, uh, Bob what's his name Sportsman Sportsman got, oh. Bob Bob someone who's a footballer presenter yeah Wilson and Bob Wilson mm. and it's from 1984 he goes and it's like and here is John Barnes it's from 1984 and it's Michael Barrymore and he goes hello I'm John Barnes hello no woman no cry oh, it's, dreadful. it's so racist and wrong and bad mm. and yeah. not funny more, more to the point most of the point he looks like someone's having a breakdown which he did later. He did. <laughs> Hello, where's my temp hole? Is that your arse? Hi, Michael. Um, Michael okay, Wilson. this question, oh, to both of us, from Gary Vaux, Gary underscore Vaux, is what I've heard about James Nesbitt true? What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know what he's heard. I, yeah, what you've heard is true. He is a... Brilliant actor. He was born in Belfast and he's a brilliant actor. And he likes to party... <laughs> I've heard. I know one thing about James Nesbitt that I can't say. Uh, I genuinely can't say it. Should I tell the Tom Baker story? Uh, you might have to say it to cover this. Joke. I just realised how much I can't say the Jimmy Nesbitt story. Tom Baker story. Leg- legally, really, dodgy. really. Yeah, I'll tell you after. Oh. If I was a fan. Oh, what you fucked up? Can't tell you. Mm. Reese has left. Reese has left the building. Oh, he's gone to the fridge. He's opening it from the wrong... There we go. Um, I think we've got too many fridge magnets on our fridge. Um, we need to scale back. I was filming in a house recently where yeah. they were so organised and tidy that they had... A, we've got a fridge magnet collection. It's probably a bit ironic that we get these shit. But they had a fridge magnet collection, hundreds of them. But they hmm. didn't have them on their fridge. They were so organised, they had two pieces of fridge metal attached to the wall with in order... Alphabetically in order, all of the fridge magnets, oh, all the places they've been. People with too much on their hands. Fuck yeah, Jesus Christ! I, I noticed in your in your bathroom that you've got this. You've got one electric toothbrush with different heads, mm. but they are identical. How do you get them? One's got a little blue band, and one's got a little red band. Ah, oh. guys at home, listen to me. Here's an advantage: Te- look after your teeth. 
I know about this because I had an accident. And electric toothbrushes are the best. Yeah, I, that, yeah, I agree. Yeah. What toothpaste do you use? Toothpaste. Well, until recently, we, I got the I went for the Arm and Hammer. That's really good for you. We've run out, so we're using some dodgy shit from the end of the road. I don't know if it's legally toothpaste. What's it called? Uh, it's called Colgate. Dairyly. The other right. Oh, this is got funny. And the form, though, the form oh, of it Mr. Reads, Mr. Funny it's Foreigner. Like foam, it's not Funny right. Foreigner talking about getting no, Turkish toothpaste. it's not right. You try it. Have a go on the toothpaste. I've got extraordinary. I, I, I it's, use, it's got like a, a, a foamy texture to right, it. I use Arm and Hammer to make my teeth look nice. And then Sensodyne enamel, because you everyone forgets about their enamel, right? When's the last time you went to the dentist? Oh fuck, my god, bad. Three years ago. I haven't been to the dentist for fifteen years. That is really bad. I went I only went there because I had a chipped tooth. Have you got any and fillings? I was signing on at the time, so I got it done for free. Have you got any fillings? I got one, but that's from when I was a kid. Oh no, just you know. I have it. no fillings. Oh, Do you know why? Good. I brush for an hour a day. But that's not good for you to brush for an hour a day. An hour a day in the an morning. An hour a day. An hour a day. Then what is up? Two hours a day. I brush for two hours a day. Okay. <laughs> do you do it whilst you're doing other tasks? No, I just just brush look my at teeth. yourself in the mirror. And I, look at myself and I brush for an hour a day because I heard once. Two hours a day. I had a dentist once who said to me, "You have to brush for six hours a day." I thought that's, that's oh, stupid. That's bit, yeah, that's too many. So I I decided to brush for one hour. <laughs> so that's a good for question. All right. And we've suddenly both got very drunk. <laughs> Because I was listening to you then as if that was... No, I remember going for a drink with my dentist. Saying to me, look, I, I, look we smoke too much. Because he smokes as well. Oh. Goes, yeah, puff it out quick and you're all right. Oh, really? Yeah, you go, just puff it out quick. Simon Godley. And cream. <laughs> Rick Richatron from Twitter says, um, A, any funny stories from Game of Thrones, Mr. Way? I'm trying to think of any. Oh, um... Well, part I, of the fact that... I, do you know what? Um, one funny thing I didn't mention is I got to spend two days... With um, oh, I forgot his bloody name. Oh, oh guys, so I'm Mark drunk. Hattie. It's because I'm drunk. Mark, Mark Hattie. Hattie. from Doctor Feelgood, uh, the lead guitarist of Doctor Feelgood, and is I he can't in, believe he's in, Game of he's in Game of Thrones. He plays the executioner. One of the producers must just be a fan. Um, uh, Wilco yeah. Johnson. So I can't believe I forgot his name. Oh, what a lovely bloke! Really he's lovely. From South End, isn't he? It's from uh, Canvey. You're quite famous. Talk about. Yeah. It. I bet you. So I, well. I, the first thing I said to him was, "I'm from Basildon." And he went, oh, I like you. Oh, right. And he, I spoke to him. He's a lovely bloke, but he does nearly every one of his stories he tells you. Because he won't talk to you, and he just wanders off on his own looking. He's a, uh, they all turn into astrology, uh, uh, looking at the stars constantly. He's obsessed with the moon. All rock stars seem to. Oh, they love it. They either do that or they write an opera. Um, but what a lovely bloke. But every single story ended up with, oh, that ended up a bit nasty. I ended up there in a fight. And the best start to a story I've ever heard was, well, there was this one time I ended up punching Van Morrison's trumpet player. <laughs> Every story, but it, yeah, that's so. That's quite a funny. I won't go into his no, stories because I, I don't mind. Yeah, I've got a story about um, Jennifer Ely was originally going to play the mother instead of uh, Lena Headley. Yeah, and yeah. then she got a sacked off the pilot. Oh. Yeah, yeah. She's lovely, Lena Headley. She's very good. And but there's a part B from Richardron. Um, what's your earliest TV memory? Ooh, me? I, think, I know what mine is. I think I know what mine is. Mr. Ben. Was it? Yeah, I think so. It's certainly the one that sticks out. I know I loved it when I was little, and that's that sort of sticks in my mind. I think mine, I was watching Mr. Ben. Mine was um, uh, Tom Baker turning into Peter Davison in Doctor really? Who. Really? 1981. I would have been, I worked it out. Three. Less than that. So I was born four. in December 19... Hang on, I was born in December 1978. And that happened 
in sort of like you were in three February nineteen eighty two and a half eighty one yeah no three you would have been three really my math my math no hang on hang on, hang on. <laughs> so, so, hang on. December nineteen seventy eight right seventy nine you're one eighty you're two eighty one you're two three. and a half three three yeah two yeah. going on three. first memory and that's why I love it so much I really clearly that's remember a good that one. happening that's a cool one because I I worked out it wasn't repeated so I know it was that that moment. And that's my why first actual to... memory was moving into a, our first house, my mum and dad's house, from a flat, and meeting the next door neighbour, who was called, I can't remember, something Ross, and I remember him going to the potty as I turned up and getting really embarrassed. He was a year older than me, and he was on a potty, and I'd, oh, I was already off the potty, and I, did, I didn't, I sort of a bare memory in the back of my mind, but he bullied the shit out of me that next door neighbour, he was horrible. What was the what was after that? I think it all came stemmed from me seeing him on the potty when he was too so old. What's that to do with TV memory? No, I was just saying that's my first actual memory. Oh my, your first actual, oh, my first actual memory. No, this was TV memory. I moved on to actual. Memory. Oh, my first actual memory. That's the weird thing. My first actual memory is Doctor Who. Mm. That's why I think it really was my thing. I remember watching Let's Pretend with a big whale going. Meh. Let's Pretend was yeah a large part of my early memories. Also, I also remember uh, my dad. Um, having having a, having a shit on it. <laughs> Rich Otron has sent another tweet saying, "Have a horrible feeling you've already answered these questions on previous pods. My mind is terrible. Don't think we have, Rich Otron. So don't beat yourself up about it." <laughs> Last question from Twitter is from Squidgy UK. What are your favourite DVD extras? Oh, oh, I know. Fishkill mm. Wonders, mine. What's the extra? Oh, it's a brilliant. Oh, documentary. The, oh, it's amazing. I mean, I think Official One is one of the best comedy films ever made. And it, set the, it sort of set the standard for a long time. In uh, 1988, that film was made. Like, you know, kind of getting an American actress in to kind of make it, or Americans in to kind of like make it yeah, cross yeah. the pond, as it were. And, the, and there's an amazing extra on there where, um, so there's a really good documentary about the making of the film, how Kevin Klein would never do the same thing twice, and, mm. and, and Jamie Cur- Lee Curtis was like, couldn't stand it. But there's a brilliant, brilliant bit. At the end of Official Wonder, the bit where I remember watching that film, as a fan of Monty Python, right? You go, like, when are they going to meet? Because they don't meet till the very end of the film. Yeah, yeah, of course. And th- that bit in the, when they're running around the house looking for, um, you know, where's he gone? Where's he gone? Where's he gone? Where is he? And there's a whole sequence where John Cleese, they're trying to write, he's trying to write down Cathcart Tower's hotel because he can't say it, but he can't find a pen. So in the film, it, it, they cut it down a bit, but in the in the outtakes, they show the, the original scene, right. which is uh, Michael Payne trying to find a way to write down like the the word Cathcart Towers Hotel because he can't say it. So he's looking around for a typewriter, he can't find it, and that falls on his head, he can't do this, do, do that. And in the end, he ends up cutting his hand with blood and writing it with his blood. Right, And right. they cut it all out. And it's like, you think, it's a very funny scene, yeah, it's too yeah. long. And I think I love it in in those kind of doc, in those kind of like films where you really they really do let everything out and mm. they say yeah, yeah, this is everything yeah. there is yeah and I think that's the best that's a good way it's the best own best only way to do a properly good DVD I think I think my favourite is I think we spoke about it last time is Spinal Tap oh yeah where there's a whole f- extra film of scenes that were cut out of the original you know my all I, just as funny almost it's looking likely by the way. Oh, wait, well, yeah, secrets, secrets, secrets. Good. Um, that's all of the questions. Have I got any on my Can phone? you believe that we've got to 10 podcasts? We're in double figures, Reese. 
No, it's brilliant. It's exciting. Should we it? say goodnight to the people? Let's have a look and see how much we've recorded. Let's um I'll find the bloody app. Here it is. Oh, it's only twenty minutes. We could probably talk a little bit longer. Okay, okay. I was thinking about talking about um The other thing, the other extra thing. I had um I bought you were into laser discs, um, yeah, yeah. So I think you bought DVD a bit later. I went straight in with DVD and bought a Grundig DVD player. I still own. It's gold and it's fucking massive. Oh, I hate and that. I called up. There was a when you there was a hotline. You know you have the screensavers on DVD players. That used to go to a phone number that was the Grundig DVD hotline. That's how I knew they were. Right. And I phoned it up. I wanted to find out how to make my. DVD player, multi-regional, so I could play American films bought on the internet or wherever I was getting from then. Probably from our ex-boss. Um, <laughs> and I phoned it up and the first thing he said was, oh, you want, yeah, okay, just take it into your local Curry's, we'll get the new chip fitted. And uh, I hadn't even asked the question. I said, sorry, that's not what you're talking about. He went, you want to play the Matrix DVD, didn't you? I went, no, I, I want to make it multi-regional. He went, we don't do that. But you want to play the Matrix movie? I went, all right then. And it was so, that's how new the technology was, they'd released the Matrix DVD with all of these extras on it that the DVD players that had been sold couldn't actually handle and play. Well, so I had to take my DVD, brand new DVD player to the shop to get an extra chip put in it so that it could do the fucking White Rabbit Oh, thing, listen, I Which bought, was dreadful anyway. It was an awful when, thing. When, when Blu-ray first came out, right, okay, I had some money and I bought the whole, I bought a Blu-ray player. The whole and now, now, it was like 800 quid. Fucking hell. And now... It doesn't even play fucking Star Wars. I've just got it on my uh, PlayStation it, now, and it works a treat. But then, but also, but also, you have to plug it into a bloody uh, online fucking. I don't like all stuff bonkers. like online bollock bonkers. You have to uh, you know update your fucking. I software. can't. The thing I it gets me PlayStation Two, PlayStation Three rather, is every game I buy, you have to do a massive download from the internet. Luckily, it's wireless. Just to play the fucking game. So you buy a new game, you think, I've got half an hour. It takes 20 minutes of the half an hour to get the game to actually bloody work. Because you have to download loads of extra shit. I, I mean, to me, I bought Star Wars. I was so excited. I put it in. And it's like 20 minutes. <laughs> and funny enough, I remember talking to Roger Taylor thinking, he must have a really good fucking DVD player. And I go, I've just got a Star if anyone's Wars. Got one. He, if anyone's got one, he's got a, yeah. the best. I just bought Star Wars. He went, oh my God. I sat there for fucking 20 minutes <laughs> trying to load this bloody thing. And it's, it's true. It's like, it's, it's stupid. I haven't even unwrapped my Star Wars box yet. Well, you know what's coming out this next... Not enough. It's coming out, Jaws is coming out next mm. in a couple of weeks. Gone back to the original... Has original he replaced negative. all the shark's teeth with walkie-talkies? No. But you know what? It's interesting because we've been going through this process making this Freddie Mercury documentary where you get the film in... And like this film, so what they've done with Jaws, which is really interesting, is they've gone back to original negative. Guys who are nerds might find it interesting. When they've done, when they've remastered films in the past, and most DVD Blu-rays, what they've done is they've gone back to, they've gotten to the tin, they've gone, this is the one we've always used, mm. and they've taken it from like, not always the best source possible. Right. Yeah, the best yeah. source is the original film. Yeah. With Jaws, they've gone back to the, they've gone. And they've really genuinely gone back to the original rushes and they've made it look great. They've gone great. to um, Steven Spielberg's mind and drawn out a version that he thought of before he even filmed it. I've remastered that and made it 3D. Do you think he's still good or not good anymore? Yeah, I still think he's good. Have you seen War Horse? No. I saw Tintin though. I enjoyed that. But, that, but that's... I, why don't I understand about I, I I really enjoyed it. and But for me, I think that... 
Like I what is really interesting, like sometimes the bad side of talking about extras on DVD is that when you watch the the um, on uh, Temple of Do- not Temple of Doom, the last Indiana Jones film, you the, see which that they one? Did the very last one, the, the very scroll, last one, the skull the kingdom skull thing, right? You see on the Blu-ray, they show you how the they don't use storyboards anymore. They kind of do like a kind of like a yeah. They do they it. Do. They visualize. They visualize. It. It. Uh, yeah, computer visualize. And I I actually feel that actually I don't know whether or not he makes a storyboard of it or not, but it feels like now that they they are cre- it's, it's it's computer game. Well, it's it's weird because they it makes it cheaper when you come to film it because you know exactly what you're going to see and there, there'll be the usual problems, but um, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, I saw um, there's a really good video on YouTube or Vimeo of um, Rodriguez showing how he did the... Have you seen... Um, Death Proof and all that? Death, not Death Proof, the other one. Um, oh, Grindhouse. Planet, Planet Terror. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, part yeah, of the yeah. Grindhouse, Planet Terror. How they did her... She's got a machine gun for a leg. And it's a really good thing. If you just want to know how green screen works and how digital imaging works and CGI works, it's brilliant. It's a brilliant little 10-minute video. But in that, he shows all of these things that he said, yeah, so I just got the computer guys... To just do an animated version of what it would look like, it looks almost, it looks as good as those three D animations did about fifteen years ago. Just for a storyboard, they can just knock that up. Yeah, but I, I feel why I'm so sad about this. It was James Bond or whatever. When he saw those stunts, like mm. even the, on Goldeneye, in the era of being in this kind of digital age, yeah, the jump was a genuine jump down that mm. dam, and it was really done. And I think there's a lot to be said for like genuine, like real. That's why live stuff... Well, the thing is, also, what? Jaws wouldn't be... If he was to make the film Jaws now, or if, if Spielberg was... If 70s Spielberg was transported now to make Jaws, with all how good he was then, it wouldn't be as good a film, because the shark would work. No, because the, the shark means nothing. see the shark loads. But that film is and not about the shark, no, is it? and it had to not be, because they couldn't... It, if it had worked, it would have been a lot more... But the, the film, that film... Why is that film so good? It's, it's not about the shark, mm. it's about the people. But if it was made it. now, they'd... There wouldn't be that. I think. I think the film industry now is like fucked. Um, it isn't. It isn't. I mean, are you, do you they... care about the Avengers? This new yeah, Avengers. Yeah, I loved thing. it. I really. Do. Really. I like the Hulk a lot. Look at my collection of of Marvel comics down there, and you will oh, see. Like, so I like that. Like, for me, I've watched all the Presidents Men or something, but load of tension. Yeah. I, 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 the la- I watched the last George Clooney film, which is unbelievable, called The Ides of. Uh, Ides of March. Yeah, I've not seen that. Yet. I mean, it's like you know, you forget sometimes that it's about the person. Weirdly enough, like making this documentary about Freddie Mercury, when you have the source material and the person you're looking at, like it's it's weird because they're making a film with Sacha Baron Cohen or whatever. But when you see the real person doing the real stuff, you can't beat it. I mean, I yeah. have you seen Senna? No, I've not seen it. That's a documentary. Though. I hate sport racing. Yeah, what, what's it called? Motor Formula racing. One. Formula One. It is the most boring thing in the world. But that film is genuinely... Sorry, I mean, everyone who's, who's listening to this now, who's seen the film, will go, yeah, it's true. It is so well made. It's so brilliant. It. it won an Oscar, didn't it? Oh, no, it didn't. It just lost But it out. should have done, because it is it unbelievably brilliant. And like, it's funny, like, there's just a Marley... It's funny, because I'm, I'm making this documentary about Freddie Mercury. Marley's just come out. Kevin MacDonald's made this film about Bob Marley. Yes, it's supposed to be very and, good. But it's so long. Um... Someone, I think, on Twitter took issue. I hate Bob Marley. With I, your I, dislike of reggae entirely. Well, I, no, I think he's completely overrated. And, Bob Marley? No, hang on, hang on. Let me say something <laughs> now. No, 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 listen. 
The other day, right, okay. Here's a weird thing. Along about three years ago, we were filming Bellamy's People, we were, and we were in the, right by Loch Lomond, right? Yeah. And, uh, and it was a long drive. And, and uh, someone said, oh, and one of them, either Paul or Simon, said, oh, I've got a CD, it's, it, it's a Bruce Springsteen thing, right? I thought, oh, Bruce Springsteen, I hate Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> and he put it on his CD, I thought, fuck me. I mean, this is amazing. And I've listened to the, to the other day, uh, the first couple of his albums are genuinely brilliant. Mm. And the other day, I, I re- again, I thought, I thought I listened to um, Spiders from Mars, which I've never really listened to. Mm. My God, I mean, there's I mean, a whole... Uh, yeah. I mean, how good it's is that album? Yeah. I'm, I'm more of a hunky-dory fan, personally, for David Bowie. That was but before, that's previous just to... A, yeah, it was just before he became mega-huge. But no, why are they, did he play piano and everything like that? He played saxophone. I know he played guitar. Saxophone. Did he play piano? Um, I'm not sure. I don't know. I reckon he probably doesn't on the album. It's fucking amazing. I mean, I would say to people at home to buy the album because there's one song called Five Years on there, which I mm. played over and over again on my headphones. And I thought, fuck me. Yeah, what a brilliant, brilliant song. Because uh, you always think of him like, you know. Well, was, I ever two, every, every two years, I suddenly, I, I listen to so much David Bowie. You call, then, him, you call him Bowie, do you? Yeah, do you call him... What do you call him? Bowie? <laughs> I call him Mr. Bowie. Yeah. <laughs> Bowie. Um, but uh, I think we're rambling now. Yeah, we... You're talking about music, they like that. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, I listen to it so much that I, I sort of stop listening to it and then every couple of years I suddenly have a massive Do you think one person... Binge. Like, do, you, do you reckon one person listens to us and Do you wanking? think one person... Do, person, do you think one person wanking right now? Yeah. Not to us, but... Yeah. Like, just so they're going to, they put I, it on. It's been, we've been, it's been going on for hey, ages hey, now. Hey, hey, I they're found out there's a website where you can, it's like an Amazon for drugs. I don't take drugs, oh. but there's like an Amazon website whereby they... Where did you read this? In the Daily Mail? You no, know, someone told me about this website where you can get drugs. You can right. order it like Amazon. Yeah, they, I've heard about that. They, they ping your information. Right. And then I said to the bloke the other day, told me about it, I said, what, do they pack it in coffee beans? And he got my reference because it was from Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, of course, yes. I just bought Beverly Hills Cop on Blu-ray. Did you, when you first watched Beverly Hills Cop 2, did you know what Bonds were? No. I had no idea what they were talking about. I loved that film. I didn't, never really knew what a Bond was. I'm not entirely sure I know what a Bond is now. He was so young. Bonds, Bonds, Bonds. It's all about Bonds. I'm going, yeah, Bonds. Beverly Hills Cop 2, is it mean. bad or good? Loved it. Oh, I couldn't, no, I loved them both. Do I think about it as those ant, the big ants. Digging yes. for oil and he might go for a jog in the morning. Big ants. Ron, Ronnie Cox. Do you remember Ronnie Cox? Yes. Ants. I never thought of them as ants. They're like big ants. Big like camels. And then and it's a very Tony Scott film, isn't it? Because it, it's very like uh, lit, like um, it's loose. Very, it's very period and loose. Oh, I love that film. It gets, Can you imagine what it was when eighties eighties action comedy meant? You know, action comedy was a good thing. Can you imagine what it'd be like how had uh, Stallone played that oh, part? Fucking dreadful. God, he was sticking banana in the tip up. It would have been <laughs> dreadful. He wouldn't have done that, would he? He wouldn't have had any of that comedy. That was all Murphy. Should we say good night to but our I friends? I think we should say good night to everyone. Good night to everyone. Um, good night, everyone. This has been the Bachelor Podcast. Um, love you all. Speak to you soon. Ninety minutes. Ninety minutes in total. Lucky people. I thought it was a good one tonight. <laughs>